0: Shalom, shalom, and welcome back to another exciting episode of our continuing shiurim in the Sefer Lekute Moran. Today we're diving into a new Torah, Torah Tesvav number 15, and as we've seen in these first 14 Torahs up until now... Each one begins with a Pasuk, with a verse from the Torah. Rabbi Nachman is going to give us a teaching and then bring it all back to that verse. So starting with the Pasuk, V'atem t'yuli mamleches koyanim v'goi kadosh You will be to me a kingdom of priests and a holy nation. These are the words that you should speak to B'nei Yisrael, to the children of Israel. This Torah is noted Loshin Rabbeinu Livracha, which means this Torah teaching was taken word for word from Rabbi Nachman or directly from his notes. Other Torahs in Lekut that don't write Lashon Rabenu. it was Reb nussin recording, recalling ideas, and then bringing back to Rebbe Nachman to make sure that this is exactly what the Rebbe meant. Os Aleph, number one. Here we go. Mi sheroitze time tam or Whoever wants to have a taste of the hidden light... What exactly is the Ora Ganus? The hidden light is a Kabbalistic term that we're going to learn more about. Also, parenthetically, Reb Nassim referred to Rabbi Nachman as the Ora Ganus, the hidden light. So this statement, this opening statement, can really have two angles. One, how do we taste that hidden light, have an unbelievably powerful religious experience? That's one. And two, how do you come close to Rabbi Nachman? Ha'inu, IE, what does that mean? Sodos of yizgale le'asid. The secrets of Torah and revelations of the future. Tzarech l'ha'ala yismidas ha'yira It's necessary to elevate the idea of yira shemayim back to its source. Elevate the idea of yira, of recognition of the awesomeness kind of the Almighty, back to its source. We started to learn about this a little bit in the previous Torah. We're going to continue learning here. The greater levels of Yiras Hashem we have And again, as we mentioned in the past Yiras Hashem could be translated as fear I personally believe it's better translated as A recognition of the awesomeness kind of God When I'm actively working on that character trait I'm actively trying to build my sense of Yiras Hashem So then I'm elevating that Yira back to its ultimate source Ice base number two And with what do we elevate our yira? Meaning, how does this even work? How can I... Practically recognize that Hashem is awesome more in my life. Mishpat <speaking in Hebrew> through the idea of judgment. like the Pasuk says in Mishle Melech <speaking in Hebrew> Through judgment the Melech the king will establish the land. The Eretz and what does this mean? The land? Hubechines <speaking in Hebrew> Yira The land is talking about Yira's Hashem. So we can see the Melech B'mishpat Ya'amid The verse that we saw before is not just about establishing 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 land, but establishing Yiraz Hashem. Kamosha Kasev, like the Pasek says in Tehillim, Eretz Yorah. Eretz Yara, the land fears. There's a fear within the land, but Rabbi Nachman is connecting these two words, Eretz and Yira, saying that they're one and the same. Ha'inu, namely, that it's necessary to judge all of one's actions. Kamoshikasav, like the Pesach, says, that he conducted his affairs with judgment. Ha'inu, what does that mean? That he That it's necessary to mete out judgment on oneself for all of one's actions. We need to regularly reflect on all of our actions and judge ourselves. Taking a minute to stop and say, what did I do today? Could I have done better? And conversely, what did I do great? And how can I continue to do that greatness? By regularly pausing, examining our actions and judging them in a very real way, in a true way. We're not talking about what did I post on Facebook or what did I put on social media. That's not real. Taking time to be unbelievably honest with yourself. You're only fooling yourself. No one is asking you to share these reflections online or with anyone for that matter. But to be real with yourself and say, here's what I did. It was great or it wasn't. And how can I build from here? This reflective time will start to develop our sense of Yura Hashem. Ubazen, through this, Yasir, may all love Kolab All of his fears, not fear like Yiras Hashem, but things that he's afraid of, all of is frightfulness will be removed from that individual. When we're honest with ourselves, when we're honest with the Almighty, we no longer have things to be afraid of. And his sense of Yiras Hashem, that is clear and clean and pure, that's what gets elevated. below And what's left over is only Yiras Hashem and not anything else. There's no other fears. When you start to develop your sense of Yiras HaShem, anything else that you're afraid of starts to fall away. This concept reminds me of a science experiment that I would do with my father when I was young. He was really into marine biology. We'd get beach water, leave it outside in a container, and allow it to evaporate. That which was left is only the salt. Very cool for a small boy to learn how evaporation works. Wow, there's salt in the ocean. So many biological things to learn there. This concept also rings true with Yura HaShem. When we strengthen our recognition and the awesomeness kind of the Almighty, so then all of the other things get evaporated; they just disappear, and that which is left—that pure ocean sea salt—is unadulterated yiras Hashem, recognition of the awesomeness kind of God. Dan <laughs> That when a person does not judge himself, Azay, then Danim <laughs> he's going to be judged from on high. Ki. <laughs> Im ein din lamata, yesh din lamayla, because we see if there's no judgment down here, then there will be a judgment upstairs. This is a medrash in Dvarim Rabbah that's letting us know if there's punishment in this world, so then to whatever extent that punishment was meted out, that punishment is subtracted or reward for that matter, subtracted from the the heavenly chashbon, the judgment on high. We can see where this is going, meaning if we start to judge ourselves meaningfully, then we can meaningfully affect our heavenly judgment as well this is an unbelievable concept this is not a scary god in the sky who has a long white beard and shoots out lightning bolts when you mess up but rather when we stop reflect and judge ourselves we're being partners with the almighty in writing our own personal storybook as <laughs> that when there is a heavenly judgment on a certain individual as I then had dinnis that this judgment clothes itself in all things that that person will experience. And then all of these things become they become emissaries of the Almighty in order to mete out that judgment, the written verdict for this person. Like our Rabbis say, To your judgments they were established and steadfast, meaning a judge decides a verdict and now it's going to be meted out. Then everything becomes your servant. In a court case, in this world, not a Jewish court, in a secular court, you have the, the bailiff, you have the police officer, and you have a court system that helps the judge meet out the punishment. So too, in the heavenly realms, when Hashem meets out a punishment, when there is a heavenly judgment, so then the whole world becomes the police system. The whole world is going to help meet out the needs of the judge for this individual person. This is all the spiritual realm meeting out judgment on its own. Please, God, next time we're going to find out what happens when we actively get involved, when we become part of the judgment. Wishing everyone the opportunity and strength to find time for personal reflection. And until then, wishing everyone a beautiful day.